This is the RSN Sports Network. 2020 Sports Update. This 2020 Sports Update brought to you by Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile, where you at? www.boostmobile.com. I'm Michael Lewis. And the NBA right now with four, with four, with 128 left. And the second on ABC, it is the Dallas Mavericks 53 and the Milwaukee Bucks 51. Also, it looks like Steph Curry will have the finishing touches on his actual surgery on Monday. So, surgery successful. Curry should be back to play with the Warriors in the playoffs. And a stage set tomorrow, tonight, as UConn takes on South Carolina tonight in the Women's Championship match at, at Minneapolis. And tomorrow, it is going to be Kansas versus North Carolina in the Men's Championship in New Orleans. That is your 2020 Sports Update. I'm Michael Lewis. 2020 Sports Update. Brought to you by Boost Mobile. Boost Mobile. Where are you at? This is the RSN Sports Network. The following is an RSN Sports Network presentation. You're listening to The Sports Zone on the RSN Sports Network with the Sportsnet, Michael Lewis and Marcus Mr. T. Turner. Get in and talk now at 1-800-337-7171 or one 534 Now from the remote home somewhere, here. The sports set and Mr. T. Thank you very much for joining us on the show, the Sports Zone, right here on the RSN Sports Network. 1 800 337 7171 1713 534 It is the sports man. It is Marcus. It is, uh, yeah, it's us. It's you. It's me. It's, I don't know. It's. You know, that South Carolina just pisses me off for some reason. That's okay. Yeah, damn South Carolina. I don't know. Yo, it's what you said. I was right. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm going to have Vladimir Putin hold them hostage. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Sports vet, Mr. T with this. Well, heh <laughs> You called it. Ah, damn South Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina. I knew it. Professor of South Carolina. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Yeah, South Carolina. I tell you. Oh, boy. Yeah, boy. I tell you, that's South Carolina. Boy, they could just piss you off. No, actually, you know what? You know what? I, I think, you know, I, I well, you know, I, I as I said, you know, Here's the thing, <clears throat> and I don't think she's actually going to commit to going to the WNBA, but I think with Aaliyah Boston actually coming for one more year because she was in that COVID, 
you know, protocol, yes. which yes. could declare one more year. So with her coming back, they may be back here again next year. The only thing is they won't have Zia Cook and they won't have Destiny Henderson. Now, this is the thing with with that, and we'll talk about that as well, but this is where South Carolina is now yeah, destined to probably win the whole thing. Unless Paige Buchers, as you know, she's from Minnesota, goes ballistic. Uh, yeah, that's what they're hoping for. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You know, unless that Prince, the God rest his soul, and Jesse Johnson show up or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, the Moore's Day or something. You can always catch us on the Sports Zone at the Sports Zone 7 on Twitter as well. All right. You're going to zone in. You know. <laughs> There's a lot of madness. There was madness during the bracket. I was mad after Kentucky lost, and definitely mad after Stanford lost for the women. So what do I care? But in any event, the madness continues. I mean, this is how I felt after the mad my bracket ended. That was me. That's what I felt like after the bracket. So, but that's okay. You know, I you know, things happen. And then which one was I was, well, the guy swinging. Uh, but, <laughs> any event, here are the matchups of madness men's and women's title games. Let's go with tonight. Let's go with tonight's title game. As we the aforementioned, Paige Bukers against, uh, against the New York Yukon Lady Huskies, against Aaliyah Boston, and the South Carolina Lady Tar Heels. I know who you're going to take, so I'm just going to give you keys to who could win, why they could win, and this could happen. I know you're going to take, so go ahead. Just say this. Oh, I got South Carolina. I know you're going to say it. I think it's money. I am. I am. So with Bill on defense and a complete game from Boston, you have no choice. And the coach. Hey, she gives the Groundhog some money. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Give the Groundhog some money. Well, you know, you, pay, you gotta pay the Groundhog first, so it's no big deal. Yeah. Then you go. I gave a little donation too. That's why all my picks came in. Well, well yeah, you gave a donation to South yeah. Carolina. Yeah, that's fine. You, yeah. you do what you gotta do. You know, uh, that's I mean, what I got South Carolina because of Boston and being being on the And if she can do that, I continue to hit this ball. Mm hmm. That, that's I, I think, <clears throat> they played a they played a Louisville team that really never that you never have seen before. <clears throat> you know, they played a Louisville team like when Evans was there and when McCautry was there. You, you didn't you didn't have this Louisville team that had like the size inside. And they were outmatched by Boston. They tried they threw four, five, six people at her. It was either her, or it was Beal, or it was Saxton, or it was... But everything, and I still think for South Carolina, tonight, this matchup actually revolves... It's not really Boston and... It's not really Boston and Bukers. For me, it's going to be like... It's going to be the play of Courtney Williams versus Destiny Henderson. What you know, I, you still there? Yeah, <laughs> we get you. <laughs> uh, so, any event, looks like we lost market for a minute. Um, but 
Tonight's ball game, it's still going to be actually Destiny Henderson versus um, versus Courtney Williams. It's going to be one of those two one of those two players. They've got to actually come in and uh, and play well. Now I got Marcus back now. All right. So we lost you. Maybe it probably just the stream probably is not even he's probably a Yukon fan. That's probably what the internet was. <laughs> but we were just talking, you know, as we lost the signal, now we got you back. That it's not really about Boston versus Bukers. It's really actually about Destiny Henderson, Henderson versus Williams in the backcourt. And if Williams yeah. can actually stop Henderson, because Henderson, as you can tell, the roadrunner, the Tyreek Hill Jr., for some reason, or gets down the court. If he gets down the court, Saxton, uh, Cook, Saxton, Cook, um, you know, Boston, they're all running. Beal, they're all running. But if you can stop Destiny Henderson, you could just put a leash on the road, little roadrunner. Basically, you're going to have to force her to shoot. You have, you have defensively to not a transition, right? You know, and and if you force Destiny Henderson to shoot from the three a lot, she may hit some, but she's not going to be like the Steph Curry. She's not going to hit a whole lot of them. Um, yeah, keys but to I, I just I can, keys I to win this game. Defense. Keys to win this game for South Carolina defense, and then that thing, like you said. To get into the transition, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be pretty. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm giving them ten plus. Mm-hmm. Uh, win by ten plus. I think uh, Paige gonna do her thing, but you know how strong I believe it's not Terry Lyle. Oh yeah, you and a groundhog. Um, I think really the big thing, the key for South Carolina is, is yes, the defensive side is. For some reason or other, if Beal could come in, Beal could come in and be that distraction for Boston like she was Friday, that would actually get South Carolina. Because with their defense, they Beal's, Beal's, a, Beal's a, a great defensive player, her and Saxon coming off the bench. But if, if you were to get those, those players involved, I think that would be great. I think the thing, though, is is everything has to fly around Destiny Henderson. If Destiny Henderson gets everybody involved and that her defense is very stellar and she cuts off a lot of those passes, South Carolina will win. I don't think it's going to be really a major blowout. I think it's probably going to be like an 8, 7, 8, 9... Well, gonna say ten. That's what I'm saying. No, no, I'm gonna say a seven. I'm gonna say a seven point victory for UConn to win it. It's got to be more than Bukers. I think Fudd's gonna have to step up. I think Williams is gonna have to step up. I think the interior game's gonna have to step up. Fudd's gonna have to stay out of foul trouble. But Bukers gonna have to have a good game. Yeah, she's gonna have a thirty plus game. But Fudd is gonna really have to step up and and stop Boston. That's all I got to yeah. say. She's got to stay out of foul trouble. All right. And that, that's bigger than the next. That's game, easier said. The next game that the 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 groundhog dreamed of is Kansas versus North Carolina. Sadly to say, you know the 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 Mike Szeszki era ended last night. A great coach, probably one of going to be probably one of the winningest coaches in collegiate basketball. 
Duke would have been a better matchup for Kansas. But I'm going to be honest with you. We talked about this last week's show. Hubert Davis. Hubert Davis, if he had lost that game last week, then, you know, you would talk about the Carolinians would have talked about, well, hey, wait a minute. They would make the right move. But Hubert Davis, very emotional. Even got some love from his old Nick teammates, Patrick Ewing and, and, and Greg Anthony. He basically said it was for the kids last night. If you were to take, and I watched Kansas just destroy Villanova, um, destroy, you know, Villanova last night. If you were, if you were looking at this game tomorrow in New Orleans, who would you think would be the, the victor of this game? Who you're taking and who I'm taking. Who are you going to take? My heart says uh, Carolina, but I'm going to go with You're going to go with Kansas? Yes. See, that's the only thing that we agree on. <laughs> on BG for Kansas impressed, impressed me so much yesterday. Yeah. He did something I think Houston should have done against Villanova. Had the guard play for Kansas, they kept opening up and splitting the zones uh, that Villanova was throwing at him. Had Houston done that, instead, instead, of, instead of throwing bricks in the air, um, they, they could have actually they could have actually intently beat Villanova. But this is what shows me that Villanova, you can beat them at their own game. You know, you can yeah. beat them at their own game, and that was defense. And Kansas showed that yesterday. I'm going to have to go with Kansas as well. I want Hubert Davis to win his first, you know, title, but I got to go with Kansas. OBG, for some reason or other, is just too much for North Carolina. He'd be too much for North Carolina. He's probably going to be a fourth, four pick in the draft as well. Houston, the Rockets, I think, should look at him. Um, But I I think it's just, it's going to be either the North Carolina defense. They got to some spurts last night against a really good Duke team. Um, yeah, yeah, they, they, yeah. They got to some spurts last night. I, I just, ugh. Um, they, they was panic control at the end, though. Right, right, right. They, right. they didn't box out. So it was kind of lucky, but they, you know, they fought through it. They, they did. You know? They, they fought through it. I, I, I you know, it, it's crazy though. Um. I think this ball game, if anything, will come down to a maybe a five, maybe a six. If there's a lot of slow, if, if North Carolina does not wake up to play defense like they did yesterday, you can't really afford it against a Kansas team that that's what Villanova did, and Villanova just that this this kid just lit them up in the first first ten minutes with four three pointers. They were out to thirteen nothing lead. <laughs> but the one, one thing I see is that Carolina is North Carolina considered Cinderella, so it's one of the things you never know at this time of year. Everybody ah. might be holding in and under their role, right? And it's a possibility. I got Kansas, but you know, you never know. This well, time of year, you know, I mean, know. you know, 
Hey, Groundhog takes his booking. He makes a book. It looks a hotel room. He goes in. He'll give North Carolina some money. Like, I just got back from fixing the women's tournament. Uh, let me go ahead and fix this one. You're listening. You're watching the sports show right here on the RSN Sports Network on RTV Television. When we come back, we will talk about something that's more confusing to everyone who watches the NFL. L. I mean, very confusing. I don't know how you want to say it confusing. No, I, I don't know. I don't even know what to tell you. When we come back on the Sports Zone with the Sportsman and Mr. T, you're listening and watching the Sports Zone right here on the RSN Sports Network. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television. Stay. We are so sorry. We hope you'll have us over again. <laughs> He's in training. Oh, if I weren't earning 2% cash back right now, you'd be in so much trouble. Are you serious? Again, my apologies. Got myself a pair, too. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Visa Card. That's real life ready. This is the RSN Sports Network. Stream NCAA March Madness. Live with YouTube TV. This is the RSN Sports Network. You're back in the sports zone with the sports vet and Mr. Chicken. 1-800-337-7171-1713-534-4231. It is the sports vet. It is Mr. T. It's us. It's you. Don't forget to fix, and I say the fixed women's championship game tonight on ESPN. And whatever you want to watch it, it's fixed. Ground on the be at the sideline. Oh my goodness, three. Okay, let's go. Next title, next year or something of that nature. Any event. The confusion of this week has been if you're a football fan, there is a rule. And now there's a new rule. That I think is probably is more confusing than the the, the the fuel prices that we're driving around in. <laughs> the NFL has a new overtime rule, and I I'm gonna read this off, and I'm, this is why I'm saying this is confusing. Both teams will have the opportunity to possess the ball in overtime in the postseason. If the score is tied after each team has possessed the ball, the next score wins. If the team kicking off to start the overtime period, scores a safety on the receiving team initial possession. That team that kicked off is the winner. What? Uh, thoughts? I hate this whole thing. <laughs> and, and, and here's why. It's like a lot of athletes, former players say, you have four quarters to get it done. Mm -hmm. And then the overtime, you lose the tip. You, you lose you lose the contours. 
So it's up to your defense to stop them. Mm-hmm. If the defense can stop them, you punt it. First person score win. Because sooner or later, they can just say, okay, we're going to play a whole quarter at the end of four. Yeah. And we're going to see who wins. The sudden death of, of the overtime, that's what I really love. You know, you don't play for play 60 minutes. Let's get this over with. That's what I would say. I mean, you're really, I but mean. I think they're letting the fans come in and change these rules and try to fan friendly, but it's just not. I don't think that's good football. No, is it? I mean, if you're letting the groundhog come in, you know, okay, you're going to get a safety, so I'm going to bet 100 on you, Rams, so you can repeat it. I mean, for me, it's just like, okay, I get a safety on the initial team's kickoff, but then we'll we'll win the game and we'll get a safety. What? So I get two points and I just go ahead and just walk to the next round. And how rare is that? That's two. That's not even, I mean. That's rare. That's very rare. So I, I look at it from a standpoint. I say, okay, so if if we kick the ball off and Jimmy Garoppolo gets sacked in the end zone or Devo <laughs> Samuel, that game's over. Yeah. Well, that might happen. I mean, my goodness grief. But, um, well, but that's kind of like first team score. That's why they should have left the whole thing alone. You know. Oh, yeah. So anyway, I mean, because that's like a nonsense rule. Mm-hmm. If you're going to say, okay, you want each team to possess the ball. Right. So, okay, if I get the safety, you know what I'm saying, it's over. But the other teams still don't get to possess the ball on a safety. Yeah, I mean, it. <sighs> I, I, I wonder I, who's doing these rules. Ground so already softened the game ground all the way up. Ground up. He's doing these rules. <laughs> He's waiting for the Super Bowl. He wants the, the Rams to win it, or he wants the Bucks to win it. I, I don't know. It, it's just nuts. That's confusing. It's confusing that football to me. I have to see it in the 2022 season. Next. All right. You know, I've never seen bums like these three. But for <laughs> some Well, hold on. After the Golden State Warriors, before they clinched the playoffs, it took them 90 years to do it last night. Sometime last week, Draymond Green called this team, says we are horrible. After the the team lost to the Memphis Grizzlies, Steph Curry, as you probably know, is actually taking taking more uh, care of his foot after a surgery is concerned. I'm a fan, so I'm disgusted with them. Your thoughts on this? I think this whole season that wore, wore green down. You know, it's, it's been frustrating. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I like the Warriors. If Curry come back at 80%, 85%. long as he's a threat on the court, they give him a chance to win. If he's around and he's just hobbling around, he'll be out real early. I'm, I'm trying to tell everybody that, but it, it's just. You know, because Green is great at his role, but, you know, he's not going to be determined if they go to the championship. No. It's, it's, it's uh, probably four other players before him. You know, he, you got he, Clay and Curry to defend. He, here's the thing, and he was arguing on the road trip with, with Andre Goddard, who should be coming back within about a week or so. And, uh, you know, 
I believe in saying I said his contract is up next week, next year anyway. Great Draymond Green, trade him. We don't need him. We don't. But for what? Trade him. You can't really. He's a system player. He's, he's a, that's what I'm saying. Trade him. We don't need two. him. You can't get nothing for him. You'll get something for him. Trade him, get him picks. But, I, I but, don't care. Dump him. I, I don't second. care. We we just don't need this. We don't need him. He gets it's fine. Best to let him walk. Best to let him walk. I let him walk, then I don't let care. Because, I mean, you're not going to get nothing for him. I mean, wave him. Let because him here. Yeah. We're going to wave Jerry Mar Green. Let him go home to Detroit and be with the the, hood, the hoodlums. You know, I he got to sit like Malik Rose or somebody. He just going to go to a team and sit, not unless they pattern their system around mm-hmm. him. I and think most of these teams are young point guards. Yeah. So I, why would they? I I, I I just I I just I I don't know. I I lost I lost faith in that team after they lost to Cleveland. Uh, even even though they won, and after they you know dispose of Durant, I've lost faith in them. Uh, I really well, Draymond might go with LeBron goes and stay pretty pretty. Hey, they're much. Hey, hey, they're married. They're a couple. Hey, LaFlop and LaDummy. Hey, it doesn't really matter. Um, let's go to the next one. Next. All right. This one is really really interesting. As you probably remember, if you're a fan when they were winning football games and, and going to Super Bowls and winning NFC West titles, Frank Gore is going to come back to retire as a San Francisco 49er. Uh, the, the, the diminutive one they call Frank the Tank back in those days is the 49ers' leading rusher uh, in team history with 16,150 yards. He played for the team from 2003 until he was let go from the team in 2016. However, there are fans in San Francisco who are stating that he should play one season and then retire as a 49er. Your thoughts? I know where my thoughts are on this. <laughs> he should retire. You know, he came in the league with bad knees and for the last this long. Mm-hmm. And he knows his body. He knows there's no use to play another year. You know, they could put him on the staff as an assistant or a consultant, but playing another year, that doesn't do him well for the next, for his after football. Right. He deserved to have his number retired mm-hmm. for all that he did, not just for the Niners, but for the league. Mm-hmm. You know, he was a great player for a year. So I, I think he's just come. Now that one day contract, I say thank you. And you hold on to the I, I, I think with a lot of losing that we do, and we don't really have a backfield, um, I think he should play a year. One more year? Yeah, just play three downs. He doesn't have to give up maybe 20 carries a whole year. It doesn't matter. Just to give us motivation <laughs> to stop losing, you know, on Sunday night football. or You know, just give us motivation to stop losing. Well, let's bring Rice back. That would, that would be better. He's 46. I mean, he can still play. My goodness. Rice, young. Because the quarterbacks need a quarterback. Hey, we need a quarterback. We need a backup. Bring, and, and speak it up. I'll get to that in a minute. All right. I uh, I think if he retires, you know, goes and does the Andre Johnson, goes and 
you know, do a retirement ceremony for him as a 49er. That'll be fine. Yeah. He can retire as 21. It would be nice for him to play a few games and then retire, but <clears throat> who knows? All right. Listen to the Sports Zone right here on the R and watch the Sports Zone on the RSN radio network and RTV television. <clears throat> Excuse me. 1 800 337 7171. 1 713 534 4231. Excuse me. You can also go to the Sports Zone 7 on Twitter if you want to leave us a comment there as well. All righty then. Next. Okay. She was a gold medal winner uh, with the USA women's soccer team. And has played very had played very well in the NWSL with the North Carolina Lady Surge Ball Club. But for whatever reason, another Hope Solo seems to have gone from gold to hope lost. As you probably know, Solo was the gold medalist, the two-time gold medalist in the Olympics, was arrested yesterday in North Carolina for child abuse for, for beating uh, two of her children yesterday. Uh, Solo has had some issues as well with DUI uh, in Albuquerque, New Mexico, and El Paso, as she was actually, um, actually pulled over for those in those two cities. Mark... Is this a hope lost? Well, apparently she has some issues because she got arrested in uh, 2014 as well mm-hmm. for uh, domestic. That was in the Al- that was in Albuquerque, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so but something going on with her, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's anger management, maybe it's just dealing with life in general. Mm-hmm. But maybe she needs to reach out to somebody or. You know, get some type of help. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure after this last arrest, they probably caught uh, <laughs> it. Because maybe they see in a pattern. <laughs> and that may be part of a condition, you know, mm-hmm. or a jet, yeah. you know, community service and therapy. Yeah, the NWSL, the uh, North Carolina Charge women's team, actually put up a statement stating that uh, they will put a hope, they'll put Solo on the inactive list. Until she uh, actually is, uh, and probably will try to find some treatment for her as well. Uh, as far as, especially for the kids, um, her husband, who formerly played uh, in the NFL uh, as, a, as a situational player, uh, they uh, have gone through divorce, and she is actually uh, she's actually living with the kids uh, just outside of Charlotte. So. Uh, just hopefully this actually becomes more of a, a thing where she's not really lost in a lot of, um, you know, it, it, like every other athlete, you know, like the Antonio Browns and on the men's side and others who have had this issue yeah. with mental with mental health as well. So hopefully everything works out for her. Yeah, I'm pretty uh, sure. I hope so. All right. Hopefully. All right. Next. All right. So... We were just talking about bringing quarterbacks back and blah, 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 blah. We were talking about April Fool's jokes and, you know, those things happen. And this ain't, this is not no April Fool's joke now. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. In event, speaking of former, uh, a former teammate of Frank Gore's, as you probably know, 
Colin Kaepernick was had an April Fool's joke that he had signed a three-year, $28 million contract with the New England Patriots. That didn't happen. However, he has reached out to the Allen family and also Pete Carroll as far as after a workout uh, where he saw his old coach, Jim Harbaugh at Michigan, as far as reaching out to the Seahawks to play for Seattle. I know the Russell Wilson situation is is demutizing the actual outlook for the Seahawks, but and you already have Geno Smith there. Could Kaepernick go to the Seahawks and play against his old team that gave up on him? I think it's hard to say because they should bring him in for a workout just just to see. Mm-hmm. Because you probably they're gonna draft a quarterback anyway. Yeah. And they bring in more competition. If they really believe or he believes he can, he can still play, why not bring him in? Mm-hmm. You know, I, doing the workouts or preseason. Mm-hmm. But after four or five years removed, you ain't took a hit. You know, the game has been sped up since four or five years ago. Mm-hmm. It's different schematically. It's different all the way around. So, mm-hmm. you know, they don't lose nothing about bringing him in. They don't have a lot of media, but just bring him in for a try. Is he better than Locke? Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Their team is not built to win the Super Bowl this year anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, if if you're to bring Kaepernick to Seattle, yes, it gives them a little bit more of a sprint, like an offense, because they run almost similar to what he used to run when Jim Harbaugh had the pistol or the option read in San Francisco when the 49ers were winning in this NFC title. Yeah. Were, not say, you know, not what they But do they believe in him to give, really give him a chance to run an NFL team? No, to bring him in and try out just to see if he still got it, to say, okay, this is our guy this year, mm-hmm. that's two different things. Yeah. You know, I, I just I, you, know, I, you have Gino that's in the system. Yeah, oh, but this God. is second year, second or third year in the system. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I and he I, was a lottery kid. He Gino was. was a lottery kid. He was. I mean, you know, I, to me, it it it's kind of like I can see him coming in. I know he's going to be at rust. Um, yeah. Major rust because, like you said, you know, three, four years out of the picture, um, five years, and you know, the games change. It's gotten now. The yeah. Rules have made it softer. And the rules yeah. have made it bigger. The rules have made it this. The rules. Are, it, it's. it's you got to come in and learn terminology. Mm-hmm. Players. You know, and DK is a superstar. He's the face of the franchise and now. He may not be a franchise franchise long. <laughs> well, he can bring a haul back. He can bring some number ones and number twos. Yeah. yeah, he can. He can. He can. And and just the thing on that with the DK Metcalf thing, there was a thing in the, uh, one of the Allen uh, Allen sons had basically stated that we're not going to trade DK Metcalf. But then this afternoon, sometime this morning, there was a story in the in the sporting news stating that the Seahawks actually are looking at, at open to to offers to pick up D, to to for DK Metcalf. 
Yeah. I'm like, uh, let's see. 49ers, 49ers, another tall receiver. Yeah, but what they going to give up? Oh, you know what I mean? I mean, we just give up Garoppolo. We just give them Garoppolo. That's the way I look at it. Like, you're going to pretty much have to be already a team that's in contention for the next four or five years. Mm-hmm. So you can give them number one, number two, or a player. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're in the middle of the road, you don't want to trade to a high draw pick. Mm-hmm. You know, even though I think he's top five in the league. You know, but but if you say San Francisco can get him, what do they give up? Trey Lance? No, Grapple. <laughs> See, I don't want a quarterback. Grapple. His soldiers. They Doesn't matter. He can throw interceptions up there. He can go lose <laughs> up there and get <laughs> close to Mount Hood and explodes and boom. No. DK haven't have received prime yet. Yeah. So, you know, the only reason I talk about it is because he's going to at the end of his rookie contract. Mm-hmm. That, that's probably And they're true. trying to determine yeah. how much they want to pay. Mm-hmm. And you see these teams are not willing to give these receivers this large amount of money. And they think they can replace him in the draft. You know, a lot of them come yeah. in six three, running two, three, four twos, and four threes. Mm-hmm. And we can create a system about it. You know, right. DK just a freak of nature. Hey, oh, he's always, he's always, he's always been that good. Even when I liked him, yeah. I liked him at Mississippi uh, when yeah. he was Ole Miss. I liked him there. Um, yeah. I, I liked him there. All right. Let's go to the next topic, and you probably can chime in on this more than anything. MJ, Michael Jordan, was talking about uh, to a station in, in Charlotte, ESPN in Charlotte, uh, in regards to his thought process on the AU program, on AU basketball. As he probably, uh, I'm not saying we've, we've heard about it, but there was an actual... Uh, shooting at a Charlotte, a Charlotte uh, area AU basketball game where a parent was was wounded but not killed, uh, and this was over fighting with a the parent who was wounded was the actual coach's wife, and the parent that shot him was actually in jail, um, and it was a mom that that's in serving time uh, in regards to her son's playing time, and she was really upset about it. Yeah. You being the the guy that has the AU, your thoughts on it is well, the, the, Jordan is saying the AU is lost in parental control. Pretty much. Because when you start bringing in the business, it's more business now. Mm-hmm. Even from the parents' side, mm-hmm. you're, paying your kid, you're paying your kid to see him play, to get him exposure, mm-hmm. him or her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So you, you got them coming in, mm-hmm. and you your goal is to have your kid in your mind and their mind. Tyler Wilde is a whole different story. But if you don't pay hundreds of dollars and your kid don't play, you get upset, mm-hmm. or, they, or they get calls <laughs> made against them. Mm-hmm. You know, and you feel like your kid get played unfair. <clears throat> The other parent is arguing. The coaches have it's, it's a whole mess. It's kind of it's, it is. We should yes. do a whole show on it. Yeah, because 
it just took away from it being fun. It's more of a business where we used to play AAU, mm-hmm. go have fun, meet other players, meet other coaches. You know, we got some shoes. You know, it was nice. But now it's all about winning and exposure, and, and, and really more exposure than winning. And I and, and not to, to cut you off, but in speaking of Sharonda Green, she's actually the the new co-chair of the uh, the Southern Region of the AU out of uh, Little Rock. She's actually uh, asked to. We I've reached out to her to be a guest on our program. She said she yeah. she'd love to come on and do a program, yeah. a, a program like on the A on AAU and its yeah. growth and its actual growing pains as well. I, I really think it's you know I haven't coached I mean, AAU was different when I coached in twenty in two thousand yeah. early century. So twenty two yeah. years later, it's a total different animal. Uh, well, they now, started bringing in, you know, when the shoe to shoe company get involved. Mm-hmm. And you know, with the college coaches recruiting, yeah, you know, it, it, the guy, you know, they were with Carlo and they had the Adidas and mm. Nike camps, you know, yeah. 80s and 90s. Yes, it's now it, it's a different Chucky. story, it's all about your yeah. kid. Unbelievable, yeah. don't forget, uh, then, don't forget also, uh, it's going to be the Street Mental, or it's going to be the best of the Street Mental, one of the two. It's going to be coming up next with the lovely Rihanna Henderson at the top of the hour uh, as well. All right. Now we have to go back to this score-wise. Oh, my goodness. All right. The March Madness ending is the next two days. And it ends the next two days of March Madness. Okay. Champions of Madness picks. I'm, you know what? I'll just go with the men because I'm so sick of hearing about the women. I'll just go with the men. <laughs> From me? No, 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 no. Just, just go with the men because I, I, I don't want to hear about the women anymore. I'll go with the men because you're going to say... You're going to say what you're going to say. So, let's go with this match. Stick on this match. Kansas, North Carolina. Give me a score. Kansas, North Carolina. Uh, 75-70. Okay. Kansas, right? Yes. Okay. I would say Kansas 75, North Carolina 68. Okay. BG will probably go nuts. Unfortunately, oh, let's get to this one. Before we go into anything further, we'll get to the champion of madness picks. Also, we I know you want to talk about this one all day, but let's go tonight. Jeez. Oh, Hi. UConn versus uh, that team. Um, I'm beginning to sound like the guy, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a team, uh, Carolina something. Uh, I got South Carolina back team. 
high scoring 80 to 50. I'm going to say stop Henderson, stop Boston, you stop the team. If UConn can keep AZ Fudd out of trouble, Williams and Buchers are on, and Fudd's on inside, I'd say UConn 71, South Carolina 65. <clears throat> but if Henderson, Boston, Beal, um, and Saxton, if they come on strong and cook, they come on strong. South Carolina 77, and UConn will most likely try to make it a game at the end, six, uh, 71. So it's going to be, for me, a seven, six-point game. Six, okay. seven-point game. So, Long as Carolina's. Ah, yeah, whatever. Any event, that's going to do it for us for this week. But well, one thing, hmm. if you don't mind, I don't want to forget that Brittany Griner is still over there. Because I've seen that they kind of escaped hmm. or been forgotten about in many places. She's still over there and still trying to get home. Yeah. Uh, actually, we're going to be talking. I'm actually I'm going to be reaching out to Colin Allred, the guy who used to play for the Titans, who's yes. now a senator out of Dallas. I've reached out to his office that probably try to have him on for a segment next week to talk about the situation with Brittany uh, as okay. well. And because uh, we like to talk about that as well. I know it's been swept under the rug so long, yes. uh, but definitely we do need to talk about that as well. Yes. All right. That's going to do it for us. Uh, we'll be on the flip side after uh, after the street mental uh, for street and sports. And uh, if if you if you like fixed basketball, do watch tonight's game. The groundhog will sit right behind uh, you know Don Staley's chair. Okay, remember that was wide wide. Yeah, whatever. Oh, God. Here we go. Uh, I think thank you very much for joining us on the RSN Sports Network. That is going to do it for for the sports zone. The beautiful Rihanna Henderson and the street mental, or the best of street mentals up next. See ya. You've been listening to and watching the sports zone. Right here on the RSN Sports Network and RTV Television. This is the RSN Sports Network, RTV Television.